This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, and Tinsley Law and Title. Their sponsorship makes it possible for me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by visiting each of their Facebook pages. Hello friends, this is Michael from Hannigan Media. We are in the uh, office of Athens head football coach, Zach Harrell. How are you doing today, coach? Doing good, Michael. Appreciate you. Uh, I know you're a little tired because um, this morning as we record this podcast, it's coming after your first and this year only scrimmage in Canton last night. Um, I know that you've been watching tape and looking at some stuff, had a chance to think about what you saw. How about, before we get into specifics, giving us some general thoughts about the scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, so first off, I thought I was super pleased with uh, how our defense played and how how hard we played. I thought our effort was great uh, for the most part. And we had, you know, offensively, I thought I was extremely pleased with how our quarterbacks uh, were composed. And both of those guys, it was the first time they played in a Friday night setting. Uh, so their composure, and they threw the ball well. And so overall, for a first scrimmage, I, I was or our only scrimmage this year, I thought it was – I was extremely pleased with how hard we played. Uh, we have a lot of small – or a lot of things to work on. But it, I thought we were in a great place. Yeah, and I thought it was pretty obvious um, that – you were ahead of where you were at this time last year. Um, last year at this time, you guys were still trying to figure out where to be, those kinds of things. I didn't see many issues like that last right. night. No doubt. We were a lot more comfortable. Uh, and, again, that's just a lot of that, as we've already talked about in previous interviews, is because it's the second year for these kids in the right. system and, and with our coaches, and so they know how we coach. They know what to expect. And so that a lot of that's – just because it's the second year, but also a lot of it is because, you know, the, these kids, uh, they're, they're really bought in into what we're trying to do and they're excited to be here. And again, I couldn't, couldn't be more pleased with, with our effort. Our effort was just so much better last, this year in that scrimmage uh, than it was last year at times. And so extremely pleased with our kids. Okay, so I want to break down and talk about the defense and the offense, obviously, and look at each one individually. Before we go on to that, though, um, I always see my compatriots in the news say that, like, so-and-so won the scrimmage 2-1 right. or something. I've never been one to really believe in that because you never know exactly what the coach is working on at that right. particular moment. Um, so is tell me your theory about scrimmaging. Is there can you win or lose a scrimmage like that? No, I don't think so. Uh, because I'm, I agree with you. It's not a. It's a practice. No, it's not a. You know, we're ever and first off in a scrimmage, how we treat it. Every single kid on our team gets a ton of reps, uh, and we're we're running a lot of different people in there. And so we're really using it more as an evaluation tool than trying to. Win. Now we want to be successful. We want to move the ball, score, and stop them on defense. But I don't. I agree with you. I don't think you win or lose a scrimmage. Okay, so let's get into it now. And I'm going to start with what for me was the highlight of the night, and that was the defense. I thought your defense played extremely well. Yeah, 
I totally agree, and I, I, I've been excited. I think I said that last week. I've been excited about watching them in a live setting, and, you know, they came out those that first group of 12 plays and really just dominated. Uh, Connor Clay uh, made about three plays in a row uh, for losses or short gains, and we were flying around to the ball. Uh, and so I thought they played extremely well. You know, they ended up scoring – Three times, they scored twice on our, our second unit, uh, and really both times they scored on our second unit was due to us not staying at home on the backside and the quarterback the quarterback pulling off the edge and led to two big plays. You take out those two big plays uh, with our second unit, and not, they, don't, they don't score at all. And then with the third time they scored uh, was against our – when we had most of our first unit out there, and it was – you know, they had a big play on a scramble drill. Quarterback scrambled and made a play, and we we didn't keep covering. But so those, those are definitely things we got to work on assignment football and staying at home. And when the play breaks down, keep covering. But you know, you take away three plays, and they they hardly move the ball at all. So I thought our defense played really hard and ran to the football. And again, that's we've talked to them ever since we started this year uh, is. You know, we want to build this program on championship-level defense. And, you know, Coach Bigham, our defense coordinator, uh, is is one of the best in the state of Texas. Uh, and especially he's he's been defense coordinator in this area for about the past 15 years and been highly successful everywhere he's been. And so I think his scheme really fits our kids and they've bought into it and they're they're playing really hard. We've, we've really simplified things because – we want our we want the eleven guys on defense to just not have to think and know exactly what they're supposed to do and play play a, with relentless effort. Uh, and so that's I think we did that for the most part. And you know, so I I agree with you. I was very pleased with how our defense played. Hey, you called out uh, Connor Clay's name. I, I will say that uh, the most. Um, animated I saw you during the scrimmage was after uh, Connor got into the backfield and dropped someone for about a four-yard loss you got in there and did a little chest bump with them and yeah I was excited and I, and I want our kids to be excited when we you know I, I talked to them about that I don't remember this week or last week about hey you you have to be when you're playing this game uh, if you're not playing with enthusiasm and having fun then then you're not going to be very successful, uh, and so because this is a this is a great game and it's a fun game, and so when we make big plays, and we need to be excited, and we and we want to celebrate the right way. Now we don't want to celebrate and get penalties, but we want to celebrate amongst each other, and jump up and down, and be excited. So I I want to be right up, especially in a scrimmage where you can run out on the field. I, I want to be right in there with them, and and hopefully they see that enthusiasm and it bleeds over to all eleven guys on the field. All right, so um, one of the things that stood out to me on the defense, and I, and I thought you were great on all three levels when you, when you had your first team out there, but I thought the D-line played extremely well. They controlled the line of scrimmage. They were playing it on the other side of the ball and setting things up for your linebackers. Yeah, I, I think they did for the most part. You know, we, we've made some changes on the defensive line, and we've, we've really tried to get – a lot more uh, speed on the defensive line, uh, and you know we got 
we have, sorry, we have Jared Mickens playing a defensive tackle uh, who's a junior. You know, last year he played linebacker, uh, and he did a great job penetrating and taking on double teams. And then, you know, again, we moved Nate Sims, defense end, another guy that played linebacker. So we tried to move some linebacker-type kids and put them down uh, because Coach Bigham, you know, those guys, we, we want to – we want to create, we want to penetrate uh, into the offensive backfield to penetrate those gaps and keep those offensive linemen off our linebackers. And so I, I agree with you. I think those guys played really well. Uh, Killingsworth at the other end played played pretty well uh, when he was over there. So, yeah, our defensive line played really good. And, you know, Hunter White's another kid that's a linebacker. He's always been a linebacker. He's playing defensive tackle. Uh, so you know we're our defensive tackles are a little bit. I would not. I don't know if undersized is the right word, uh, but that that's kind of the shift in our philosophy is we we want to put some we want to get speed at all positions on be a little side quicker inside. Right. Yes. And I again, and you uh, mentioned it earlier about some of the breakdowns that you did have. It seemed to me all the breakdowns you had were on the edge. I yeah. mean, the, up the middle, right. there was a, they were as solid as could be, first, second team, all the way through. Yes, sir. The middle of the defense was solid, solid. Yes, sir. Um, the other thing I thought that that really stood out to me, obviously, was the turnovers. I yeah. Mean, you guys were 4-1 in takeaways. Um, you had three interceptions and a fumble recovery. More importantly, I think two of those takeaways, an interception and a fumble recovery, came during the live period. Right. Um, so is that something that, you know, coaches put a premium on, or is that one of those things well, where you're where you're supposed to be and they come? You know, we, we've discussed that, and, and last year, last year defensively, we didn't create many turnovers. And so we have talked to our guys about, you know, and Coach Bigham is a big believer in, hey, do your job, kind of the second thing he said, hey, do your job, play play assignment football, and those opportunities are going to present themselves uh, and be in the right place. And that's that's kind of – because we, we haven't worked – we don't really work turnover drills, or but we have emphasized that we got to be better in that area. And that, like you said, that was a huge part of the scrimmage last night. And one of those, one of those interceptions would have been a pick six. Pick six. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Uh, by Caleb Bennett. And so, and then, you know, the interception in the live quarter part by Dre Thompson was a great – he was in great position and then made a great play on the ball. Uh, and so, those were huge plays, and that, that's a huge positive to, to take, you know, with us moving forward that we want to continue to win in that area because we do, once we get in the season, we talk about third downs and we talk about turnovers. Uh, and if you're – if you're winning on third downs and you're winning the turnover battle, you're going to put yourself in position to win a lot of games. And so that was that was really good to see. The other thing I was really that stood out to me and I really liked was um, in the live portion of the scrimmage. Um, and for those who weren't there, uh, at the end of the scrimmage, the two teams did a ten-minute regular timed football segment. Uh, Canton had a big play, moved far down the field, moved into plus territory, and the very next play, I couldn't tell if it was a blitz or if the, the outside guy was just coming, but 
the turnover came on the very next play. I mean, that's exactly what you want to see out of your defense if they can do something like that. Right, and that's another thing Coach Bigger preaches is play the next play, uh, and you can't get you can't get too low with the lows or too high with the highs. And so they they did. They hit a big play, and we didn't fold. We came back and responded and had a huge turnover. And you know, I I thought that was a positive in a lot of areas. I, I saw a lot of guys in last year. That wasn't an area that sometimes we struggle with that as far as things went bad at times for individual players. Like I'm, I'm Dre Thompson, uh, who was playing a lot of a lot of the night on both sides of the ball. Uh, we ran a little screen to him, and he made a big play, got 20 yards, and then they kind of stepped at him, stepped on him after the play. They threw a personal foul on them, uh, and so he was. We we got him out because uh, he was kind of banged up, and he was. You know, last year as a sophomore, Dre wouldn't have responded, uh, but then he came right back the next series and made the big interception, and then the very next play we threw a fade to him down their sideline. And so just our guys responded to adversity, I thought, last night. We did a lot better than we've done in the past, and we didn't. There, you know, there was a lot of opportunities for adversity last night, whether it be, at, you know, the like you said, the big plays they made or the we had one turnover, and then you know, obviously there were a lot of a lot of penalty flags thrown. So there would have been a lot of reason for our guys to, you know, kind of get in the tank. But I thought they did a great job of responding to adversity and kept playing. I I agree with you. One of like the other guys practice too. The other guys work really hard too, and so you're going to give up some plays. You're not going to get a shutout every Friday night. Uh, but the ability to come back after a big play is what's huge. And I did. I saw that multiple times last night from your defense. The other thing I saw was some big hits. Yeah. You guys, like, the, the old-fashioned slobber knocker hits I saw a few of. Yeah, we did. They, and, again, that's it goes back to that. That's We want Athens football to be known uh, and, you know, four or five years ago when Athens was making runs. Uh, they were extremely good on defense. Uh, you know, I was coaching against them, uh, and they were always – Coach Essery called the defense, and they were always really, really well coached and played extremely physical. And that's what we want to get back to is basing our defense on playing with relentless effort and playing physical and tough. And so, again, I agree with you. You know, Ja'Cory Roberts had a couple big hits. Connor Clay had a couple big hits. There were a lot of guys that were – flying to the football and, and sacrificing their bodies to make plays. So that was good to see. Well, and, and it was a great first uh, first outing for the defense. I know that uh, there's probably – the other part of that is we were looking at a scrimmage, so I know that it was also fairly vanilla. Right. Uh, just because that's the way scrimmages always are. I didn't see too many – I mean, it, it's, it appeared to me that you guys were basically in a 4-3 the entire night. Yeah. You, you know, you – the, the, the outside linebackers may have ju- adjusted a little bit based on formation. Right. But I didn't see any kind of odd lineups or anything else like that. It seemed like a base 4-3 the entire night. Yeah, and it was. And that's, you know, now we're going to make adjustments in games, but for the most part, that that's what we're going to be. Because, uh, again, like I said earlier, Coach Bigham, he – we're going to be extremely well coached, and our kids are going to know exactly what to do. Uh, and there's, we're we're not going to confuse them, and because 
he believes and we believe, hey, we're going to line up in our position and we're going to know what our assignment is and play really hard. And so, you know, that that's what he believes in, the 4-3, and that, that's what we'll be in most of the time. And I, I actually – I absolutely believe that it looked good last night. I saw exactly what you're talking about. I saw kids who knew what their assignment was. Right. And they and they played it um, played it pretty hard. Okay, so let's move over to the offense. Um, a lot of different things to talk about on the offense. I thought the offense played pretty well too. First off, like you can't talk about offense without talking about quarterbacks. Right. You got to have a new starting quarterback this this year. We had two of them uh, going: uh, Ty Arroyo and Daniel Stanley. Yes, sir. Um, and um, they kind of split reps. It looked yeah, like they, to me. Yeah, they played 50-50. Yeah. Uh, 50-50 with the first unit, 50-50 with the second unit. And I think both of them, like I said, played extremely well uh, and were efficient. You know, we're, you know, we missed a few throws. Uh, you know, Ty had one throw that was uncatchable, but uh, and Stan, Daniel had – maybe one as well but other than those two throws uh i thought they were efficient and we completed we again we're light years ahead of where we were last year throwing and catching the football at this time and so i thought they did a great job they did a great job of staying cool and composed uh and you know the other thing is both of those guys are extremely talented runners uh and in a scrimmage we're not, you know, we're not going to run our quarterbacks much. Sure. So we, we didn't call really, we didn't call any quarterback runs. Now Ty a couple times scrambled out of the pocket instead of the play and ran it. But so we we were very simple with those guys. But I thought they did a great job. And you know, when we get into the games, uh, we'll we'll play a little bit more to our strengths and let, and let them loose a little bit more. But I was. I was very pleased with both of them, with how they played and their composure and how they handled, you know, the the mental aspect of quarterback is so important. And and both of those guys, again, that's the first time they've ever played a varsity football setting. What grade level are they? Uh, Daniel is a junior. Daniel was our JV quarterback last year, and Ty is a sophomore. Ty was our freshman quarterback. Uh, so both those guys are young guys. And so, and then our, our freshman quarterback is – Jackson Styles uh, on the freshman team, he played extremely well on the freshman team as well. So we, we're, I think, in the future of our offense and our quarterback system is set up really well. So we're, we're really excited. And I was excited about how those guys played. Yeah, I didn't think there was um, – I, I mean, I didn't think there was a huge difference between the guys. I mean, I, I, I could see – a little bit of difference, um, you know. To me, it looks like Daniel has a little more zip on the ball, but Ty has such a pretty touch, yeah. Uh, especially on the deep ball, right? That he threw. Um, but you're right. I think to me, the idea was both of those guys ran the offense really well. It looked yeah. like, yeah, they did, and they, like I said, they were composed, and you know, we're, we're going, we'll meet this weekend and see where. We're, see where we're going to go moving forward but it's it's extremely uh comforting and extremely it's a great place to have two guys that are capable of playing that position uh because as as anybody that follows football knows uh you know quarterbacks the quarterback position is a is you know we tell our guys is occupational hazard uh every every 
time that you catch the every play you are touching the ball and so every play those other guys are trying to get after you and so you know it, we hope we never have injuries, but injuries to the quarterback position happen quite often, uh, and you see it all the time. And so to have two guys that can play that position really gives us uh, great comfort and great, you know, if, if something were to happen, we'd have another one that would be ready to go. You know, it's one of those things you see up and down football from high school through the pros. If you've got the backup. I, I've heard that the starting quarterback is the most important player on the team, and the backup quarterback is the second most important yeah. player on the team. So I totally understand that. But I thought, I thought it was very, very. Um, I, I thought it was encouraging. I thought both guys threw the ball well, and on that, I thought your receivers looked pretty good too. They did, especially when you thought think about where. You were last year at this time, right? And we had a lot of different guys uh, make you know touch the ball at receiver last night. Uh, just I don't have it written down, but I'm just thinking off the top of my head. I think we had last night five different guys uh, with receptions, and you know we had some guys make some big plays uh, over the middle. Cedric Lowe, you know, caught a couple balls and and huge traffic and then you know he reversed field on a little screen and and scored and got called back on a penalty but he made a great play and then uh caleb bennett caught two or three great catches uh dre thompson as we've already talked about caught four or five balls and then jared duff uh the other outside receiver made a great catch on a fade as well and so those guys those guys all those guys Played really well, uh, and it, it was really good to see uh, how we caught the ball last night. And it was on a variety of routes, yeah. which stood out to me as well. I mean, it's one thing if you're saying I, I completed balls to five different guys and every single one is nothing but a wide receiver screen. But right. you threw the screens, you threw the ball over the middle, you threw the fade, you threw short, you threw long. Yeah. You, you, you hit a lot of the route tree. Right. Yeah, we did, and we uh, – you know, we, we've kind of tweaked our passing game just a little bit. We're still doing a lot of the same stuff we did last year, but we've tweaked it a little bit. And I thought our guys did a good job of adjusting to it. You know, we're giving our receivers a little bit more option on uh, on their routes. We're doing a little bit more reading defensive coverage, uh, and that dictates a little bit more of the route we're going to run at times. But uh, guys make great catches, and quarterbacks uh, most of the night put – gave our receivers chances to make plays. And that's what we tell our quarterbacks all the time. You know, I always say, hey, if they can't touch it, they're not going to catch it. So as, as a quarterback, uh, give, give, give our guys chances because we think we have some talented receivers. And so give them chances to make plays. And I thought we did that. So the string, yeah, even with all of that, with where we now talk about the quarterbacks and wide receivers and a lot of uh, really good players there, still the strength of the team is running back. Yeah, yeah, we have, and they they ran real well last night. You know, we didn't run Nathan Sims very much uh, because again, it's a scrimmage, um, and we know everybody knows Nathan Sims can run the ball, so we didn't run him too much. But he ran well uh, first play of the game. You know, he he bounced off about about seven guys and for about a fifteen yard gain, and then uh, Jacory Roberts. You know, he's the one that scored in the live quarter. He made a lot of great runs. Then 
Zay Hull uh, also made some good runs. We, we have some talented backs. Uh, you know, really, we really have four talented running backs on the varsity football team, and that's not even including the quarterbacks who are also great runners. And so we we have talented ball carriers. Uh, you know, the biggest area that we have to improve on and we will uh, is, and again, and we, we knew this, we knew, we knew that this was, I could have told you before the scrimmage, before I watched the film, that that was going to be the biggest area of need is the offensive line, uh, just because, as we've discussed numerous times, we have a lot of new players that are, that, you know, we only have one guy that's playing offensive line that's played varsity football. And so, he's playing a different position. And he's playing a different position, right. And so everyone, it's just going to take some time. Uh, now, we we got we to gotta get a lot better in a hurry uh, at some positions. but and, and we will. Coach Walker will. Coach Walker's a great offensive line coach. He'll get those guys ready. But that's that's no doubt the biggest area of improvement. Uh, and we got we got to be better than we were last night in that area. So I'm, I'm, I went back just double-checking in my notebook from last night, and uh, my note from the offense on the first play was Nate Sims is still Nate Sims. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good note. Yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that just tells you everything you need to know about that run. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the next thing I wanted to talk about is the O-line is still a work in progress. Yeah, it is. And, you know, last, last night, you know, after watching the film, uh, we we just got to get more confident up front about knowing what we're supposed to do. And again, like, like I said, none of those guys played varsity football last year. And it's such a different, you know, it's such a different level playing. Some of them played freshmen, some of them played JV. And when it's, there's so much more, you know, there's so much more to the game on Friday nights when you're playing with the varsity and the speed of the game so much faster and the, it's it's just so so different, and so it's going to take time. Uh, and that was the first live setting we've gone against, and so we we got a lot of work to do. And and the other thing to think about there is we don't game plan scrimmages, and so we don't we don't work over and over exactly what Canton's going to do. You know, we have a idea. Hey, they're going to be in a four three or four two, and so let's work the four three and four two blocking scheme some. But we don't we don't watch film, we don't we don't scheme it up and so, you know, moving forward, uh, every week we're gonna we're gonna put our guys and they're gonna know exactly what we wanna do each sure. week. And so that'll that'll help some of that because a lot of it we were confused a little bit at times last night and we weren't we were busting assignments uh and again that was due some of that was due to because we don't scheme the scrimmage but no that said though uh at least from from my vantage point i didn't think it was a total dumpster fire either. no i mean i no. thought your quarterbacks were were fairly well protected yeah i didn't see any i didn't see any free runners at the quarterback the place Place I saw a little bit of difficulty with it to me was in the run game. I thought the running backs had to do a lot on their own. Yeah, um, and that you know I'm used to seeing a little more of a crease up inside. Right, they were having some trouble getting. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get much penetration at our at our guard positions. We weren't they were penetrating us. We weren't we weren't moving the line of scrimmage. Right, and so 
we must improve there. But you're right, it was it it wasn't it it could have been a lot worse. Uh, but we definitely have work to do. I I thought the bright spot. I thought John Hayes at left tackle uh, was our best offensive lineman last night. I, after watching film, I thought he played really well. Uh, and he, you know, that's he's the brother of Garrett Hayes. I was going to say he's gonna having a, a Hayes at left tackle is not a bad thing. No, no, and he's going to be really good. He's a junior, uh, but I thought he played really good and. Those other guys, they're, they're going, they're going to get there. And like I said, Coach Walker's a great coach, and we'll get them going. It, we just, we got to get better in a hurry, but we will. And your offense, last thing on your offense, big play capability. Yeah. I saw it all over the field. Yeah, and we do. We, like I said, we've already mentioned the talented runners that can make huge plays, and then we, we got some very good receivers. Uh, that so, and we're we're super excited about what our possibilities are this year, and. Uh, you know, very pleased with, with the first scrimmage. And the ability to spread the ball from sideline to sideline and make a defense defend the entire field. Right. Yes, sir. So, All right, so um, that's the defense and the offense. You did some special teams, but not much, just no. a little bit. So we don't have much to talk about about that. Um, it was also good. I mean, we say that people don't realize that was also the first time some of your coaches were on the headsets together. Yeah. Uh, those kinds of things. We talked last week about the actual administration of the game, just getting uh, punt teams ready and kick teams ready and defense and all of those kinds of things. It all looked like it went well. Um, so all in all, I, I was very, uh, very pleased with your scrimmage, Coach. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. I appreciate you, Michael. All right, so guys, we're going to finish up with that, and uh, we will be back on Wednesday to talk about the first real game of the season, Brownsboro, coming to town That's next right. Friday night here at Bruce Field. Uh, hey, Coach, thanks for giving us this time. I know that you're tired. You need to go home and get a little rest. <laughs> well, we still got about four more hours, but after that, I will. <laughs> Grind it on the tape. That's right. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Mike.